0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WZWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California in theory. It's great to be with you all once again. And speaking about being great to be with anyone, right here, right now, I have honestly the best job in the world right here, right now. I get to talk to the NWA world. Women's tag team champions. Yes, right here, right now. I get the opportunity to talk to Miss Reality, Maddie, and Chicago's sweetheart, Miss Kate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the two of M95. How are you going, girls?
1: Wow, good. <laughs> talk about an intro.
0: <laughs> it's, it's 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 really good when um, I get to interview people at this time because I live in Perth, Western Australia, other side of the world early in the morning for you both. So I come in with all this passion and you've just woken up, you've had a coffee and you got me barking in your ears right now. So I apologize, but um, this is how it is. You know, this is how it is. And, and ladies, first question I always have on the podcast, and we're going to be started with Maddie. And then once Maddie's finished answering the question, mm-hmm. Mister, you will pop in. First question, as per usual, how did you become a wrestling fan?
2: Um, I actually started watching with my brother. Um, he was just scrolling through channels, caught a glimpse of China, uh, went back to that channel, and uh, I was basically just my brother's brother since he only had sisters, and that's how I started.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, the brother influence. Uh, Mr. Kate.
1: Um, I always say I have two first matches that I've seen uh first one was john cena's debut uh in chicago and it was one of those cases where i was just like flipping through and i was just like oh he's an attractive man so <laughs> start watching that um didn't really watch again till later on um actually at my grandma's uh she worked at a church um so i would go out there <laughs> over the weekends and they would have a tv In the Sunday school room. Well, anybody who knows, I think it was like, I don't know if it was Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, but um, they would have raw in Espanol. (laughs) So I was flipping through again. And this time um, I saw Lita uh, and she was managing Edge against Matt Hardy for the contract, uh, the ladder match uh, contracts where the loser would go like get fired. Oh, the Matt Hardy thing? Yes. Can you okay, tell still yep. the morning? I'm sorry. My brain's coming. It's coming. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so between Attractive Man and then Lita, who I was just like, oh, she's a badass. Like, yeah, I was
0: pretty hooked. You see, that's so interesting you say that because when I watched, you know, I'm, I'm 35 years old. Sorry. Wow. I'm actually, I'm 36 years old. I completely forgot my age. Then. <laughs> I uh, don't lie. Stone-, <laughs> Stone Cold was the badass for me, but the uh, heartthrob was Lita for me. When I first saw her show up, oh, my Lord, I was in love. I was like, I can't believe these feelings. I was 12. I was 12 years (laughs) old. I can't believe these feelings I'm feeling right now. I thought girls had cooties, but I really like her. Um, (laughs) So that's really cool to hear both of uh, your stories of how you became fans. But, again, uh, it it starts to build as time wears on. Uh, What led to your decision to get into the business? Uh, We'll start again with Maddie.
2: Um, so I was actually, uh, in college at that time. Um, and just like around the finals times so when you got to take all those big tests, uh, that's like the biggest time you're like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. So it was just always an ongoing joke that I was going to quit and become a professional wrestler. Um, uh, about maybe halfway through college, um, NXT came to Texas, um, and I saw Enzo and Big Cass. Um, and I had never, I wasn't watching at that time, but then just watching them, uh, like come through the curtains and like command the whole crowd. I was like, I need that kind of power. Um, so after I graduated, um, I was supposed to have a job at the volcano national park, but unfortunately the volcano erupted. So they were going to put me somewhere else. And I was like, this is the time, this is the time to go, uh, Screw up my life and become a wrestler.
0: And that's exactly <laughs> what I <they> did. <laughs> Fantastic. And Mr. <laughs> how about you?
1: Um, so kind of it's funny because it's like similar, but it's different. So I did the whole like, you know, go to college. I wanted originally to be a physical therapist and uh being a professional wrestler was something I always wanted to do, but I kind of um was between like family and friends was kind of like they got in my ear like no like you're not going to be able to you know just do the right thing whatever and you know go on the right path and it's kind of like when you have the itch as everybody says you kind of you can't continue on until you scratch it so I was just I got my associate's degree and around that time I had like a lot of um life stuff that happened That made me realize, like, life's too short. Mm -hmm. So I made an agreement with myself pretty much, um, you know, after I get my associates, I'm taking a year off, I'm trying this wrestling thing, I'm going to work. I'm just going to see where it goes from there. And I did, and voila, now we're ruining our lives, as Maddie
0: said. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful, because I remember when I was a teenager, I told my father that I wanted to be a professional wrestler, and um, it was like I just told him that my life's goal was to be like a ventriloquist or something. He was Ooh. very, very upset <laughs> about the thought that I might try and become a wrestler. Where are you going to wrestle? I don't know, Mexico. What they're going to pay you in pesos? Like, Dad, take it easy. <laughs> You're a ceramic Tyler, mate. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, moving forward, this question's for Maddie. Uh, my research tells me. The internet could be very unforgiving with the podcast, but my research tells me that your first match was against Jazz of all people. Can you tell me how daunting that was?
2: Um, yeah, so it, that's correct. It was my first uh, independent wrestling match, um, and it was terrifying. Um, at that time, she was one of my trainers, so it was like a student versus trainer match. Um, and while she was very helpful in preparing for it, she would always remind me after every session, like, I'm only teaching you some of what I know, not all of what I know. And <laughs> I was like, great. Um, and of course, like any match, you go in there and you have to study your opponent before you get there. That's how you figure out what you're going to do. Um and I just remember like watching her uh, matches. And before every match, the whole crowd starts chanting, jazz is gonna kill you. And I was like, yo, I don't know what I'm going to do if they do that to me. Because what am I supposed to do with Like, yeah, I know. I'm aware. But like, no one wants to hear me say that. Um, so literally, as soon as we go out there, uh, I do my little entrance and then hers. St- music hits and she's coming out and then they start singing that and i'm just like yeah this is the first match and maybe the last one <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's certainly going to help with the nerves that's for sure um so uh miss uh, now to throw it over to you i've done my research but sometimes again the internet can be wrong it it told me that your first match was with the one and only shotzi is that correct Yes, that is correct. Okay, not as scary as Jazz. No, nothing against Jazz, but she's a, she's a bad woman. Shotzi's mm-hmm. a little cuter in comparison to Jazz. <laughs> How was it working that first match with
1: her? Um, terrifying. Uh, <laughs> well, mainly because, and I feel like this is a trend. Uh, I don't know if many had the same experience, but I feel like it's a trend uh, among women in wrestling where we kind of get thrown in a little quicker than... Um, We feel like we, you know, should be, um, but, um, I actually hid from my first match. I was supposed to be training six months in. So everything happens for a reason. Um, about like seven, eight months in, they're just like, no, you're doing this. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so I was terrified and I reached out to Shotzi and I was like, Hey, so this is my first match. And she was actually super cool. and. her and I went and she actually helped me work on stuff and help prepare me. So I was a little bit more aware because especially at that time until I started training, I didn't know anything about the indie scene. So I wasn't even really familiar with her. Um, but yeah, she, especially that day, super, super sweetheart. Um, she had a double shot. So she came, wrestled me and then she had to go somewhere else, but she still made sure like, and after the match like hey how are you because uh yeah she was just overall she was just really cool so couldn't and my favorite color is green neon green and her hair was green like crazy green at the time so I'm like this is you know meant to happen here.
0: very cool okay here's the thing okay ladies I've done so much research like deep diving into your careers very short careers so far I mean let's be honest it's yeah you know four or five years into the business. But We're this, doing
2: all
0: right. you two, honestly, the, the, the stuff that I've come up with here, I'm so proud of myself, by the way, the stuff that I've <sighs> come up with here, I'm so interested in hearing about your thoughts on these things that I've come up with. Your 17th match, Missa, 17th match, you become CSW women's champion, 17th. And you're already a champion. How do the, at that time, how does that make you feel to to have like a wrestling company and be like, you know what? You're gonna take this title right now.
1: Uh yeah, it was interesting. Um, especially at that time because I, I wasn't expecting it. Um, and we, especially there at the time, there was not really a women's division. So it was kind of like, all right, what happens now? sort of thing. So Uh, It was definitely a fun challenge I tried taking on. Um, I definitely tried to push for a lot of things um, to try to get the women's division going there a little bit. They're pretty successful now, so I'd like to think I have something to do with that. Um, But uh, (laughs) just saying. Um, But um, no, it was definitely, it was really cool. And I don't take things lightly. Um, It's a blessing and a curse. So I don't, it's either zero or a hundred. So I kind of hit the gas on that and was like, all right, what can I do with this? Um, And yeah, like you said, it was my 17th match. So I was aware Um, I was newer and stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I don't want to show that. I don't want to act like that. So what can we work with here? How can we make this something?
0: Right. That's very cool. See, like, I I like hearing about this kind of thing because these are all lessons that you're learning very early on. And and Maddie, to throw it over to you. Your fifteenth <laughs> match. You're your fifteenth right. match is a match on AEW Dark against Layla Hirsch. What the hell? You, 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 you're doing a match for the I, I would say the second biggest wrestling company in the world. And your 15th match, how do you how do how do you do it?
2: I I, I don't know. It was it's all a blur. <laughs> Um, I, it, honestly, that weekend really feels like a blur, just like, um, having to get the travel to go out to Florida in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, everything was on like 30, uh, cause it was just like, what the heck, what am I doing here? Um, and then to top it all off that, uh, it's not even in front of like fans. It's front, it's in front of wrestlers. It's in front of the roster. Uh, cause at that time there were no fans. So um, it was terrifying, and uh, <laughs> it really feels like a, really feels like a blur in another lifetime. Honestly, but it was literally just like, have you ever seen that Mr. Krabs meme where he's just like, ah, and like the whole world is moving around him? That's yeah. what it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems it because uh, yeah, look, you have you've had from my research again, Maddie. Twenty-five matches in AEW, Mister Kate. You've had six from my research. Again, the research can be wrong. But um, do you have any fun stories? You know, wrestling for a company that there's obviously got to be so many people backstage, and you're probably used to uh, before this being in a, in a small independent. You know, what what is that experience like? Uh, we'll start with Maddie. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, I mean, it is. It's a pretty crazy experience because you see people that you watch. So for me personally, walking into the back and uh, like seeing Matt Hardy, I was a big Team Extreme and Lita fan. Um, So to like see him and like meet him and like now he knows my name and it like literally gives me like some type of like, oh, shoot, this is real. Like every time I see him, he's like, hey, Maddie. And I'm like, oh, my God, he knows my name. <laughs> How does he know my name? Um but it's really crazy to see people like that uh know who you are cuz you've like watched them and idolize them in some sense but um it's crazy to see like obviously we're like not on the same level but we're like <laughs> at the same. we're there yeah. together but he's just like up here but we're there. <laughs> so it's crazy we're to share <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to share like a backstage with said person um, and then to have the minds like Jerry Lynn, Dustin Rhodes, Eddie Kingston at your disposal um, and Thunder for helping me get there and being some type of a mentor in this business, which is a hot mess of a business, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. And Missa, how about you?
1: Pretty um, much same. everything she said it like better than I can but yeah it's just exactly what she said it's like you've watched these people now you're working with these people and you're trying to be professional but you're like kind of analyze you and I but I don't want to bother you but I have a bunch of questions so it's like <laughs> it's really fun and it's like a weird um experience overall um because especially when there's like that saying that says like never meet your heroes and I'm like I haven't met anybody yet that has. Uh, proven that saying true. So I'm pretty blessed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very surreal. Um, especially, I don't know if Manny's had these experiences, but I'll have like, you know, you're trying to pick the brain or get advice or whatever. And there's some times where you're just sitting there and you're just staring at whoever, um, that you watch. And as they're giving you advice, your brain kind of goes like, holy crap I'm talking to this person right now um <laughs> and then you're like all right bring it back bring it back ah uh, <laughs> but no it's really it's really fun that's
0: really cool to hear like when you both talk about that kind of thing like that's kind of how I feel as a podcaster like I'm sitting here talking to Don Morocco or Jeff Jarrett or Rob Van Dam, and I'm like I can't believe I'm talking to these people that I watched when I was a kid um so I understand that completely and, and we're going to get to. Get to some NWA talk right here, right now. Uh, we're going to start with you, Missa. Um, how did you end up getting involved with the NWA?
1: Uh, happy accident. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> my life, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so pretty much there was a pay-per-view. I want to say, oh, I'm going to botch the year. I want to say 2021, end of 2021. Uh, Lady Frost. um, I don't know if she got sick or injured, but she couldn't make the pay per view. And at that time, they're kind of like, you know, oh, we need somebody, we need somebody, and my name was thrown in. Um, and they kind of just called me in, and uh, I guess they liked me, and they kept me around. So it's not a great story, but
0: <laughs> no, that's, no, honestly, I, I love, I love any sort sort of small minutia of a story. Trust me, to me, that is incredibly interesting. Maddie, mm-hmm. you tell me, how did you get involved?
2: Um I I feel like at the time uh that I was at NW or at AEW, uh Thunder was the NWA women's champion, world's women's champion, women's world, whatever. <laughs> um when she was the champion. And so um I think that kind of helped put um some eyes on me because I was around her often. Um and I think she kind of like put my name out there. Um, and I got reached out to by Pat Kenny, asked to come to, um, oddly enough, the same pay per view that uh, Missa was at. So that was both our first time, uh, ironically. Um, and then from there, it was just kind of on and rolling.
0: <laughs> right. So the ball is rolling. And uh, again, um, you go to the NWA, there's going to be people there that have a wealth of knowledge. I need to ask you both. Who have you learned from the most? We're gonna start with Maddie.
2: Why are we always starting with Maddie? Um, character. (laughs) Alphabetical order. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll try try and change it up a bit. (laughs) I'm just kidding, sort of, not really. For me, um, I would honestly say uh, Jazz is one of the agents there. So I think she's probably, uh, she works with the women's division the most. And so I feel like with her, um, she's right there. And uh, I can just keep or continue to learn from her. Um, Being there, though, I have like made a couple of, uh, I guess, friends that I didn't know before who've been able to like, Talk through the business side because, like, wrestling is great, but like, this business aspect of it is wild, and you don't really know what you're getting into until you're into it, like, me deep.
0: <laughs> right, of course, it would be. Uh, Missa, how about you? Who have you learned from the most? Me, <laughs> she's still
2: there. Um, I'll answer for her. So um, probably Maddie because she's just <laughs> the best, the best partner I could ever have. She so selflessly offered up her tag, or no, my bad, her championship opportunity for us to be a tag team, and our we're champions.
0: As we were, uh, Mister. Mm-hmm. Who have you learned from the most from your time in the NWA?
1: Um. Again, kind of what Maddie was saying, uh, because jazz is our agent. So uh, we get the most knowledge from her. Um, I definitely try my, again, it's hard cause everyone's running around like chickens with their heads cut off backstage. But if I can, I'll try to see if I grab like Medusa or somebody. Um, I know Raven was somebody who, uh, him and I, he'll just pop up out of nowhere and we'll just like randomly have like a conversation or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it kind of more so depends on who's all there. If they're free, if they're not, you know, busy. So, um, but yeah, I guess like jazz and Medusa, I'd probably say.
0: See what a wealth of knowledge you've got right there, Medusa and Jazzy. Serious, it's insane. But the thing is, uh, Missa, uh, whilst you were gone, uh, Maddie was saying that she's the reason um, that you know anything about pro wrestling. So just wanted to let you know that. Um,
2: yeah, nothing.
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know you two have had this question before. We're going to start with Missa here. How did you feel about the idea of becoming a tag team with men? Even though she's a bit of a troublemaker. <laughs>
1: um, who well, me or Maddie.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um it was, I think it was definitely refreshing because Maddie and I are kind of um at the time, because again, we got there around the same time and We pretty much were just like, oh, we're the new kids on the block. Um, We're trying to figure stuff out. Uh, That mixed with her and I kind of like clicked. um, And then Kylan, when she was there also, so all three of us kind of had our own like little thing going on. But Kylan was like busy with, you know, like Camille and like uh, big championship stuff. Um, So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, Maddie and I kind of were just like, all right, well, we'll stick together. So through that, I think other people saw and they're like, oh, you guys look like a tag team. And uh, I think I kept making the weekend specifically, I think it was in, were we in St. Not St. Louis, maybe St. Louis. I don't know. We're somewhere. And I kept making the joke. I was like, we're going to be a tag team. We're going to be a tag team. (laughs) And there's one day specifically, um, her and I literally probably wore the same outfit. Like, I came out of the bathroom and she's wearing the same exact outfit as that. I'm like, bro, I'm like, if this is not a sign, <laughs> it was like they're wrestling over everything. And uh, it was funny. Um, right. But Yeah. So, no, it's been, I think, um, especially because we're both learning um, at a similar pace with similar things. I think we're able to, we complement each other well for certain things. So,
0: you can grow together. That's good. That's very nice. Together. very nice. Maddie, how did you feel about um, the idea of of teaming with Missa?,
2: uh, the idea of teaming with her, um, kind of like the same thing she said. Um, it feels like like everyone in the locker room meshes very well, um, but she was definitely someone that I could kind of connect with a little bit more. Um, I respect someone who can say what's on their mind and tell people like it is like we've had very honest conversations with each other. Um, and mm. you can't always find that in women's wrestling. Um, so I respect that and I appreciate that. Um, cause it's not really something mm. I've had in wrestling before. Um, so to be paired up with someone like that, I think we definitely do compliment her. I mean, not her, each other. Um, I compliment her off. Uh, we compliment each other because I think um, just like whenever I'm on, she can sometimes be like off or when, or I guess whenever she's off, I'll like turn it on. And whenever I'm off, she'll like turn it on. So we like force each other up to like the same level. And we also like level each other out when the other person's like on 10. <laughs>
0: Right, I know. I can totally understand that, and I, I, you know, I'm feeling the love here between you two. You know, between two men, it's called a bromance. I don't know what the female <laughs> version is though, but I, I'm feeling that cismance doesn't seem like it makes sense. But um, anyway, but I'll continue, um, We'll, I'll we'll on figure
1: my... it out. We'll make a T-shirt when we figure
0: it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm continue on my questions here. Uh, your third match is a tag team. You become the NWA Women's World Tag Team Champions. World tag team champions, as of this recording, you've held it for 123 days. Although in Australia, it is now the 15th, it's probably still the 14th. In uh, I uh, live in the future. Um, um, how did it make you both feel to be bestowed a spot like this? We we'll start with Missa.
2: No pressure.
1: Um, it was definitely unexpected. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think especially at the time um, we were like tagging, but then there was also like a tournament thing going on. So we weren't tagging, we're fighting each other. So we're like, okay, are we a tag team? Like what the hell's going on? Um, And then next thing we know, um, because Maddie had the pleasure of being on the team um, (laughs) to help get us the uh, ticket to cash in on these things. I'm trying to, I can't see backwards. It's horrible in the (laughs) mirror. Anyway. But, yeah, so when they were just like, hey, you guys are – there we go. Uh, (laughs) Price is right. Very nice, yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so the day that they kind of told us, like, oh, um, you guys are going to cash this in. And we're like, oh, okay. And I think her and I were both kind of in shock and didn't know how to take it in. So I think now that we've had them for a little bit, um, we're getting – more clarification and a better sense of direction where to go
0: right awesome because like i just googled it now these are titles that go back to 1952 that's yeah. you know that there's history right there you know there's maddie,
1: 95 in there do you notice that 95's and everything
0: boom exactly maddie i want to know how you felt being bestowed this honor with your soul sister yeah. right here <laughs> my soul
2: sister <laughs> um, I would say the way I felt was probably like uh finally, um, I feel like we were not given the opportunity to put ourselves in that kind of title spot. And the fact that we finally got it and we what capitalized off the jump, um, it was about time. It was about time they started looking at us like real competitors, which we are. Um, because like we could take half of that locker like at a time. We could take all of them. Like half about time. Point of the story, it was about time. um So <laughs> it was. <laughs> it literally felt like finally, okay, take us seriously, give us a chance, and that's what we did with So in everyone's face. Excellent. I like her, better.
0: <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Slightly arrogant. Slightly arrogant answer, but but, but very good. It's answer.
2: true. It's true. Mm. Everyone is like. Ten or fifteen, like half of those girls in the locker room, like yeah, we He's the are. These are... belts, exactly. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm
0: I'm, re- I'm really excited for you both because you, you you've you've got this spot right now, and you are both obviously very happy to be in this spot. But I have to throw this question in there. It's kind of like a little bit of a spanner in the works. Do you two have aspirations to be singles wrestlers in future, or? Are you both going to roll with M95 for the long haul? Big one right here. I'm going to go with Mister Kate for the first answer here.
1: I mean, somebody has asked um, me this in an interview before, and I said we got two hands and there's two other belts available. So, I mean, I could see us holding all the belts. I don't see an issue with that.
2: (laughs) That's true. That's true. I would concur. I mean, it's called a belt for a reason. You can put it on your waist. You can put them on your arms. My arms mm-hmm. are long. So these bad boys can just hang. Mm-hmm. Look,
0: look you, you two can get into, into character all you want. I want a real answer here, okay? I want a
1: real answer. <laughs> you can start playing a character.
0: <laughs> when you first started getting to the into the wrestling business, did you want to be singles wrestlers? Did you want to have the glory for yourself? Or now that you've got M95, you're the Women's World Tag Team Champions, Are you thinking, you know what, let's roll with this? Or deep deep down, do both of you want to maybe one day do the singles thing? Come on, Maddie, tell me, tell me, Maddie.
2: I mean, I think when you start wrestling, uh, (laughs) personally, there wasn't a lot of women's tag teams out there. There still isn't. Um, So I don't think that was anything that I thought about before. Mm -hmm. But uh, being in a tag team, it's nice to know that someone should have your back. Um, And like you go into these matches knowing that someone's going to have your back, or at least you hope. Um, so I do like that. I mean, I think everyone at some point wants to be a star, but yeah. I think it's all a part of a journey and being a part of this tag team. um, At least you have someone going through it with you. So I think, I don't know how Missa feels, but I think this is a good I don't want to say stepping stone in a derogatory way, but it's a no. good stepping stone for both of us to help each other and get to a level to where it makes sense that we'll hold the title on our own where we can stand on our two feet.
0: There you go. That is the answer I'm looking for right there. Fantastic, Maddie. Missa, Pressure's on. Follow that. I know, that? I was gonna say, I'm not topping
1: that. Are you kidding me? Um <laughs> no, listening. literally. Literally, she's like, "Thank you, thank you." (laughs) See, this is why. This is why. Um, no, but literally, exactly what she said. Like, I truly believe we do complement each other well. And as she was saying earlier, we're kind of right now in this part in our career where you know, some sometimes one might need to be lifted up, the other one might be lifted up. Other times, so I think through that, it's a learning experience, and everything happens for a reason, and. Um her saying, you know, you saying stepping stone, I don't take that as any kind of way. It's true, because this is helping us get to our goals and our true potential. Absolutely. Boom. I
2: didn't do that bad.
1: No, fantastic. No, absolutely. It
0: makes sense. You know, this is this is a period of time. A period of time, but there's gonna be a time where it's gonna to have to evolve to a different, you know. Uh, echelon I suppose you could say um, and I, I found something that Maddie said very interesting there and I wanted to bring this up and it happened to be my next question uh, the state of women's tag team wrestling today from your perspective ladies Okay, let's be honest the NWA really care about women's tag team wrestling I think Impact Wrestling also care about women's tag team wrestling although the belts are defended on the. Pre-show, a little bit too much for the pay-per-view. Just for my pers- just perspective. Um, NXT, yeah, okay. Not bad, not bad. WWE, ah. Uh... Ladies, I want to know your thoughts on the state of women's tag team wrestling today, 2023. Maddie, we're starting with you.
2: Um, I honestly think it is on the come-up. Um, I think because it was never uh, precedent before, like we've had people like the Iconics who were pretty much like that is the bar for uh, tag team women's wrestling. I think they're they, co- they were very cohesive and they looked like the perfect little tag team like that. I would put on the same scale as like any men's tag team. Uh, now we're kind of at the disadvantage where we are random girls that were singles wrestlers being put together. So I think it's cool, though. Um, And I appreciate the cohesion and the different personalities you see um, in these tag teams, uh, because I feel like it's a different take on tag teams, whereas you would have like the tag teams back in the day who are wearing like the same exact gear and like look the same, move the same. So I think it's cool to see a mix in style like uh, M95. Uh, but also <laughs> to see like uh Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green, like their yeah. dynamic is so different, but it's so good together. Um and uh I mean Kylan's all right, uh, but sure her and her tag team look like they're having fun. Um, but she's not with us anymore. So and <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, missa, How about you? How do you feel about the state of women's tag team wrestling today?
2: Um
1: I feel like it's it's so limited to the point where it's almost not really existing. Um, so it's hard kind of like what Maddie's saying, like I feel like every now and then it's kind of like, oh, if mm-hmm. some some ta- Oh, there they go. Oh, here's some ta- oh, there they go. Because either like they go and they have singles runs or um this person gets signed here or whatever the case may be. So there's never really, I feel like there's never been a uh, uh, with the exception of the hacks, honestly, is probably the only tag mm. team that I can think of off the top of my head that has been together as long as they've had. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely a part of wrestling right now that's kind of missing. But we're M95 is bringing it back. Um, <laughs> we're gonna bring you know some attention to it. But yeah, I think I don't know exactly. I keep saying exactly what she was saying, but it's true. There there's girls all the time just get thrown together. Yeah. Um. So it's hard, especially when you're thrown together to try to get chemistry. If you guys already don't really know each other. um. But even if you do kind of know each other, it's still, you know, trying to find that chemistry of like, all right, we got to kind of be on the same page here. So Um, I definitely would be interested since there would be, uh, since there is a tag team at impact side, I think it would be very interesting to see M95 against Kylan, um, or the coven. I think that's their tag name, correct?
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm bad with names that don't stick. Um, (laughs) but I do think that would be interesting, like a little, you know, um, uh, but yeah, um, I feel like it's, it's it's slow. It's a slow process, but I feel like uh, there's uh, women are starting to pay more attention of like, all right, let's get together. Let's make a tag. Let's make something out of this as opposed to a singles run.
0: Yep, no, good point. And look, this is actually something that in the last six months I've become very passionately. Um, I don't know. I've become very passionate about is is women's tag team wrestling, because it, I get really pissed off at the lack of effort from uh, some companies. Right. And uh, here's the thing, right? So I see the effort from the NWA. I see the effort from Impact Wrestling. With Impact Wrestling, you have uh, the Death Dolls. Uh, you have the Coven. Um, that's two teams. Um, they had the inspiration there for a little bit. They had the influence. They, they've they gone now. Half of them are in WWE. Half of them are not wrestling right now. Um, it seems very cyclical there where teams will be here uh, and then they're gone uh nwa i think um despite the fact that some teams have left you know because i guess some people got signed to another company or or, or whatever whatever the case may be but i I feel like they're always they're always moving forward with it and the thing is when you put a tag team together that are two singles wrestlers at least keep them together for a while as (laughs) opposed to like uh Alexa Bliss, I believe, is a three-time women's tag team champion in WWE with three different partners, I believe. Um, and Asuka, I believe, has had several different tag partners and has been a multiple-time tag team champion as well. That 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 kind of thing annoys me. Uh, it's just me, and I don't mean to make this interview end up being about me and my opinions, but sometimes I do that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I'm, I'm leading somewhere, I promise you. I'm leading somewhere. Um so another thing that kind of annoys me, uh, NXT, right? They do so well with building these teams up for a year, a year and a half. Let's let's talk about Toxic Attraction. Um, let's talk about uh, Carter and Chance. Uh, I know that they're, they're they're probably still together, but I'm just so disappointed that Toxic Toxic Attraction, Gigi and JC, right? All this time, gelling together two-time champions, long-reigning champions, and they've broken up before even getting to the main roster. When you have a tag division waiting for a team that was put together before getting to the main roster, that stuff drives me crazy. Anyway, again, I'm getting to mm-hmm. If you plan on taking M95 all the way, does it dishearten you at all to know that the tippy-top company that you might want to work for, WWE, don't emphasize their women's tag team division nearly enough to the point where that tag team division don't even have the tag titles on the line at a pay-per-view called night of champions. Mr. Kate, I'm throwing it all on you right here now.
1: No pressure. Um, No, I mean, honestly, I have enough faith in Maddie and I, um, and we might be able to change the game a little bit here. Um no, I think if we got to that point and continue on as M95, her and I both are uh set in our ways a little bit, but strong personalities in the sense of if we believe in something, we're gonna push for it. So if it got to that point, um we're gonna be on that pay per view. Uh <laughs> we're gonna be fighting somebody. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean I get what you're saying hundred percent, but again, I think it's, again, I don't know. We don't, you know, I think on top of that, we don't know stuff that's going on backstage. We don't know. Maybe there's issues, maybe there, you know, cause again, we're just outside looking in. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question. I don't know. I, I do. No, sure. I seriously <laughs> do have faith that, uh, the way that, the path that Maddie and I are kind of on right now. Um, it's. So I don't know her feedback, but there's people that are like taking notice a little bit and I'm just like, OK, all right, so we're doing something right here. We're doing something you right here. Want to
0: be You want to be game changers, right? You want to be game changers.
1: I mean, we kind of already are. So now we're just doing it together. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> very good. Uh, Maddie how, how do you feel about my ranch there you know does it dishearten you at all to think that possibly that ultimate destination might not give the platform necessary for a wonderful tag team like M95
2: um i wouldn't say disheartened again uh growing up we didn't really put an emphasis like an emphasis just wasn't put on tag team wrestling for women but uh, i think it i think it could change i think it Having actual tag teams like M95, the Coven, the Hex, um, mm-hmm. that's starting to like build up. I mean, it's possible in the future. So I wouldn't say disheartening, but maybe, um, it's just a goal to work forward. Maybe these tag teams that are coming out need to start focusing on the tag teams. Like, of course, everyone wants to do single stuff, but if we start pushing tags, then maybe there is going to be some type of shift. So. Maybe
0: not disheartening, but the opposite of that. <laughs> Excellent. See, I just wanted to test you both with that question to see, you know, what I was going to get out of that. Cause I'm sure you're not disheartened. I'm sure you're very confident that you're going to be able to change the game, girls. Um, okay, next question. Not many left to go here, ladies. Uh who's the team that you two would like to work with? A team that's going on today, any company. I'm going to start with you, Maddie. Is it a team that you've got on your list?
2: Um, The (laughs) Hardies. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) You might be unbeaten. Uh,
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) personally, um, just with the history of these titles, um, I honestly would like to wrestle the Hex. Um, They held these titles before the children held them. Um, And I think they helped them well. They took them around the world. Um, So to get in the ring with someone who I feel like actually helped establish um, and kind of give some notoriety to these titles prior um, to the group of children that had them before us, um, the two sets of children that had them before us, I feel like would be good, really good.
0: Absolutely. Fantastic answer. Mr. Kate, how about you?
2: Um, agreed.
1: I think I've had singles with, well, I know I've had a singles with AK and Marty, but I've yet to have a tag against them. And I feel like M95 against them would definitely be interesting. Um, I mean, if you're saying any company like besides them, cause again, yes, every, I'm not going to repeat everything that she said, but yes, uh, <laughs> uh, she nailed it. Um, but <laughs> besides i guess the hex um because the hex i feel like is obviously they're more attainable and that would be more likely to happen um like i mentioned before the coven would be another one um i feel like dream match wise the way that sonia and chelsea are going right now i feel like that would be a very interesting uh tag match (laughs) between personalities and um you know, technicalities and stuff like that. So I think it would be very interesting.
0: Very cool. I have to say, I think Chelsea Green is tremendous, tremendous at what she does. Um, Okay. I wanted to pitch this to you two ladies because I pitched a match to Camille when I interviewed her. I'm always trying to get people out of retirement and I pitched a match with her in Medusa. And um, and Camille uh, had mentioned whilst I was interviewing her that, you know, Medusa, yeah, she's a little feisty. I think, you know, maybe I could get in the ring with her. And uh, that ended up getting a reaction from Medusa on Twitter, which was very funny. So mm. I'm pitching to you two right now. You want to make a name for yourself, girls? M95, you want to make a name for yourself? Then you walk right up to commentary. You get in Velvet Sky's face. You say Angelina <laughs> is still out there working. You're you the beautiful people. We're M95, bitch. All right? You get off, you get off your butt. You yeah, get out is. of the way of, of Tim Storm and Joe Galley. You get in the ring. M95 and the beautiful people. NWA 75. I'm pitching that to you right now. You want to make a name for yourselves, girls? You beat them. You beat them. What do you think?
1: <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, for sure.
0: I okay. watched them
1: um, when they were the like the knockouts at Impact when like the knockouts division was like the I'll women's division.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. They, so you definitely, uh, I'm down. Uh, but just because you said Medusa, I was just thinking, I was like another fun pairing would be Jazz and Medusa against the <laughs> 95. Just saying. <laughs> that much.
2: Just go for the knees in that one. <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> now we're getting spicy ladies i like it okay so beautiful people or jazz and medusa okay maybe we can uh we can get that going uh, i'm gonna clip all that i'm gonna put it on twitter in a short clip and i'm gonna tag them in it and see if uh, they respond so good luck with that uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> jazz is gonna hit you with their cane the next time she's, she's like oh
2: you want to go for the knees
0: <laughs> Jazz, Jazz will right. love me because uh, we, we both have the same haircuts. So.
2: I'm dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Random question here. You two, you want to work on tag team moves with a crash dummy. Who's your go to person? Is there anyone that you go to like, hey, we want to practice this? We want to practice this like a, array of moves or a tag team maneuver on. Do, do you have anyone? Do you go up to Rolando Freeman and go, hey, Rolando?
2: Come
0: on, get yeah. in the room, mate. Anyone Um, at all?
2: I I, I don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm like, I'm really. (laughs) Um, I'm 95, so good. We don't need like a crash dummy.
2: So, like, we just go out there and do it. You just go out there and call
0: (laughs) it in the ring. Very cool. Um, Okay, let's bring it to today. Let's bring it to today. Uh, Hardcore team war at Crockett Cup Night One. Stole the show, ladies. Stole the show. Let's be honest. Uh, Maddie, I have to ask you this though. This was like my favorite part of the match. Mm. Did Kylie drop kick you square in the face?
2: Um, it felt like it was more like right here, which I'm glad for because if she would have broken my nose, it would have been uh, it would have been more than a hardcore team war match. It just would have been a hardcore match. <laughs> broke my head. It would have been over
0: for that child. <laughs> Honestly, that was like the best part of the match. Like I was watching, sitting at my computer right here, and when that happened, I went, like, I thought she just destroyed your soul with that kick. It was fantastic. I just need to ask about that because it was so snug. You both, obviously, you, you you walked away okay. You you walked away unscathed. And what they
1: oh yeah we won but what they didn't show you is behind the scenes because i was watching everybody had to hold me back you know it was a whole thing you had to be there (laughs) it was crazy honestly that was was,
0: that that match (laughs) was so good honestly like every time that the the uh pretty empowered pulled one of you to the outside and they just like like a pack of dogs i think uh velvet sky said a pack Pack of wolves or something Mm -hmm. I was just like, yes, like it was really good. So props to you both for being a part of the best match on night one and props to Camille and uh, Natalia for having the best match on night two. The ladies killed it at the Crocker Cup. Um, Let's move forward. Uh, Not many more to go here, like three more questions. Um, Mr. Kate, for my calculations in your career, you have had 165 matches for 74 wins, 90 losses and one draw. You have a 44.8 win percentage. Maddie, from my calculation, That's not big...
2: you have one hundred.
0: <laughs> you have 116 matches for 46 wins, 66 losses, and four draws, a 39.7% win percentage. Just letting you know, Missa is in the lead, Maddie. Does that upset okay. you?
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Does that upset you? Like I said, huh? we compliment each other. <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to cause dissension for no reason. (laughs) Um, Hey, man, I'm
1: not at 50%. I ain't much better. (laughs) No one's reaching 50 right now, so none of us can talk.
0: It's okay. You're only early in the career. It's okay. Um, Okay, ladies. Uh, Last question before my final segment, when I find out about your favorite things, I'm going to start with you, Missa. What do you like most about Maddie?
2: Oh, uh, I don't like confidence. Yeah, she's she's like, oh, I don't like confidence. Um
1: <laughs> I like that she's a bitch like me. Um <laughs> <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
2: um
1: no, but like how she was saying earlier, like um it's very refreshing to be able to talk to somebody where it's like, oh, we're able to have an adult conversation without feeling like and all that crap so it's yeah. like yeah so that's something where it's very nice to have like adult conversations and disagreements become solved so
0: yeah that's very nice Maddie now be nice be nice <laughs> I <I'm> know <always laughs> <nice. laughs> oh, you are uh your favorite you know thing about your tag team partner Mr. K.
2: Um again, same thing that I said earlier. Um, that she's just very uh to a fault says what's on her mind. Um and so it makes uh, it makes life interesting. Uh but like it's nice to have someone that you know is going to say what they mean instead of what you normally see with females, where it's like, Oh my god, girl, we're best friends. And then you're like, Oh my god, this she fucking sucks have someone that will actually be like yo what it's nice you know you're getting or at least I think you know you're getting the uh, full authentic person and not someone who's uh, behind your back saying something else
1: oh trust That's me I wish nice. there was a
2: filter included to make my life a little bit easier yeah. <laughs> I wish you had a filter <laughs>
0: That's very nice <laughs> to hear. Like, I, I like hearing that, ladies. Um, uh, so this isn't a question uh, before we get to the final segment, but I'll, I want to give you both a chance to plug anything and everything that you um, have to 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 tell everyone out there about. Uh, so we'll start with you, Maddie. Anything that you want to plug?
2: Yeah. Uh, follow me on social media. Uh, Maddie underscore Renkowski. That's W-R-E-N-K-O-W-S-K-I. You can spell it. You can find it um i have instagram twitter facebook tiktok um i have all my merch sites in my uh, link tree on all of my biographies so do all that cameo break up with your boyfriend on cameo via me um do you want me to say happy birthday that's fine too but just like book one
0: very nice mr kate how about you uh
1: same i have a Link tree, not a LinkedIn, as I usually say. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, social media, Mysticate 11 on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I have a big cartel store. Buy my pictures. Uh, My dog needs to eat. Um, I need to eat donuts also. So, you know, pay for stuff for me. Um, I I have other stuff too. And I always forget. Just look in the link tree. Have fun. I have like a donut candle in there. It's a good time. Just go look. And everyone Is out there, when you see this interview, it does. It smells like just like a glazed donut. It's very all nice. Of those links, it like all of those donut? links
0: will be in the description.
1: Like a yeah.
0: Does all those like links one? in the description, Oh no, it's
1: it. like um. Sorry, he keeps trying to end this. I'm like, no, we're we'll no, okay. the no, <laughs> 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to sell some merch. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But no, it does. I, I think it's like tan. It. <laughs> It does. It smells like a candle. It doesn't look like one. It's in a candle form, but I think it's like, I think it's still like a cream looking. uh, It smells good. You should get your one. Trash. I want it to look like one.
2: Anyways. Continue with your show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, very good. Uh, And all of those links that um, the ladies have mentioned, we'll put in the description on our YouTube. So please follow them because they're tremendous. Okay. Ladies. We're getting to our final segment. It's quick fire questions for quick fire answers. I don't want any umming and airing. I want quick fire answers, okay? Snappy. There's 12 of them. Okay? We're going to start with Maddie every time and then Miss will be second. First question. Favorite wrestler of all time.
2: Enzo More. Excellent. Leader. Good choice. We
0: don't. Okay, next one. Favorite opponent over your Young
2: career. Jazz. I, that. <laughs> I can't, right? bro. have you not?
1: My brain, I can't, I'm not good at decisions. Um, Maddie. <clears throat> Maddie.
0: <laughs> um, okay, if you could pick one match from your career that's your favorite match so far, someone asked you, show me what you do, what would it be?
2: Show me what you do. Um, I would say my match with AEW Dark would be the Bates when I cheated to get my first win there. That's what I do.
1: <laughs> Misa? so. Uh,
2: I would show
1: um, a recent match I just had with ODB over this past weekend. Actually, uh, it was a street fight.
0: Right. I just read about that earlier on when I was doing my research. I was like, "Oh, ODB still going. Good on her." Um, okay. I Good. I'm glad uh, because she's tremendous. Uh, Get away from wrestling now, ladies. Uh, Favorite book?
2: Harry Potter. The, wait, wait, wait. The Prisoner (laughs) of Aspen, I think.
0: (laughs) Very good. Misa?
1: Burned by Ellen Hopkins.
0: Excellent. That's the quick fire I'm looking for. Favorite TV show? Uh,
2: Oh, Jane the Virgin.
0: Yes, sir. I love Lucy. Really? <laughs> I think everyone that was on that cast was dead before you were born.
2: Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite film? Favorite film, like a movie Tarzan. Excellent. Ooh, that's a good
1: one. Oh, my God. This is not good. This is not good. There's too many. um
0: Films it's very difficult know.
1: for a lot of people. Well, we'll go Scooby Doo because that's the first one that came into my head.
0: <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, favorite Which musical- one?
1: First or the second? <laughs> um,
0: they're
1: both Ash- good. Come on, man, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Favorite musical artist or band? Bruno Mars. Yeah, he's pretty good. Missa, yes, uh, I
1: like too many things and people for different reasons This is not easy uh, well Justin Bieber popped in my head I guess yeah
0: you know I mean? so I feel like if uh back in the day if you went to a video store to pick out a like a a, a DVD a
1: blockbuster, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd not yeah you
0: take forever to pick something wouldn't you
1: you'd yeah. be
2: correct and that's, I was the same I, yeah
0: yeah I was the same uh okay getting away from the arts now Maddie favorite food
2: Favorite food, like actual food or like style of food? Because I was ate like Thai food, but I
0: don't know. Uh, either raw, you know, a favorite like dish or a favorite cuisine.
2: Okay, so cuisine, Thai food, dish, brisket.
0: Wonderful. Mitsu, how about you?
1: Um, I don't know if I'm using that. Cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese food. Um, but I like donuts.
0: <laughs> nothing wrong with donuts. Okay, favorite place to eat on the road?
2: (laughs) My hotel room. Fair point. Agreed,
0: yes. (laughs) Okay, very nice. Three to go here, three to go. Uh, Favorite alcoholic beverage, and if you don't drink, just your favorite beverage in general?
2: Margarita. Um, Cider. It is not your turn.
0: Was so, you were so excited to answer it, you jumped in. <laughs> so what was that, Mandy? What was yours? Ciders. Cider, really? Yeah. Very nice. I think it's the first time I've heard cider. I've heard margarita on the show before. Not very often, though. You Basic. Most people I interview are like. It was either that or wine, wrestlers. but I was like,
1: I, I love margaritas. Frozen margaritas, they're the shit.
0: Ooh, very nice. Uh, okay, second last one. Could be considered the naughtiest one, but you could get a very meaningful answer from it. Favorite male body part or attribute? You see, good-looking guy, you know what will your eyes look at first? Abs. Abs. Arms. Arms. Oh, that's Three a good stuff. one. All
2: the above. You know, well, uh, do you think we're gonna be right? like the eyes? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I,
0: I actually uh i actually interviewed baby doll on the show here about a year and a half ago her ass was hands she likes a man's hands i thought that was very nice
1: but what if they're all like crusty and gross and shit
0: Well, i, I think she what likes think nice she hands not um
1: i guess um, but, but i'm like hands. i don't know it's hard because i'm like you have i don't know it just will continue i'm <laughs> about that
0: the last one here, I don't think either of you had said one curse word on this show. Maybe you have and I didn't notice. Favourite curse word.
2: <laughs> Fuck.
0: Very good, Missa. How about you? Fuck. <laughs> it's the number one answer. If this was Family Feud, that would be the number one answer on mm. my podcast after 164 episodes. Ladies, I have had so much fun having a chat with you both testing you both, and you both passed with flying colors. I am very proud to have had the opportunity to talk to the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions right here, right now, Maddie, yeah. miss Kate, M95. Thank you so much, ladies. Welcome. i never
1: passed a test in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, ladies. Well, thank you again. Really appreciate your time. <laughs> thank,
1: thank you for name. having us. This was fun.
0: You're very You're welcome, ladies.
2: Welcome. Bye. And
0: thank you all of you for joining us here on the Insider's Edge podcast here. I'm Carla for you. This is Mr. Kate, and that was Maddie. She's gone, and we will see you thank down the road. Right. Right. Thank you. Network, that's the way. We play. Good God, my. Network,
2: that's the way we blind get puppies. Don't Network, that's the way we blind get. All announcement has been paid for by the WZWA Network.